listening to the Palmetto Report, and this is Elsie Rosario. And I'm Riley Burton. And today we're joined here with Dr. Baldwin. Dr. Baldwin, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Could you tell us what you do, Dr. Baldwin? Sure. I am a licensed psychologist in the state of South Carolina, and I am the clinical coordinator for counseling services at Winthrop University. Wonderful. All right. Today we're going to be talking about body image and body positivity and the effects it has on college students and mental health. Mm-hmm. And eating disorders as well. So we're just going to dive right in. Great. Um, could you tell us a little bit about um, the way you see body image portrayed in society today? Body image as I see it portrayed in society today uh, absolutely could use a lot of work. <clears throat> um, There are a few organizations that tend to uh, promote positive body image like Dove and, you know, other kinds of groups who are using, you know, um, beauty and health at any size type models. But um, most of the time (laughs) in advertising, in entertainment, representation that you see in the media uh, tends to promote a very um, skewed image of what is beautiful and healthy. Mm, For sure. Um, Do you think that body image is preeminent on college campuses? Tell me what you mean by that. I guess you feel like body image is something that is, I suppose, taxing on college campuses, Mm -hmm. like relevant yeah so as an issue as an issue yeah like are students struggling with that are they impacted by yeah like do you think it affects them in a large sense i do i i really do i think it affects students um from you know we we were talking about my daughter who is in fifth grade at this point she struggles with body image i mean Mm -hmm. that's wrong for a 10 year old to be yes you know impacted um through school and what she sees on tv and things with you know like i've got a role or you know something along those lines Mm -hmm. and it's you know So, I mean, it starts so young. Um, So coming up through elementary, middle, high school, and then into college, absolutely college students are, um, continue to be impacted by um, body image, shape, weight, um, you know, makeup, no makeup, I mean, anything and everything that deals with appearance. And I mean, this is the time when students have to develop mentally make decisions about you know who they are what they value Mm -hmm. you know and really clarify what does it mean to be me to feel comfortable in my own skin so to be challenged by these things I mean this is a a particularly vulnerable time Mm -hmm. this is a time we need that like stability absolutely Mm -hmm. And would you say that you get a significant number of clients that have to do with mental health and mental disorders maybe affected by issues like this? I would say that it colors just about everybody, you know. Um, I mean, there are definitely folks who come through the door who are pretty confident in who they are um, physically, physically. and identity-wise, but I mean, our number one and two presenting issues are anxiety and depression. 
And within both of those things, people worry a lot about, you know, how they come across to others or they, they feel, um, they get down on themselves, you know, with depression, you know, hopeless, helpless, you know, feelings of unworthiness and putting themselves down, that sort of thing. Um, we see a small, a much smaller proportion of folks who are actually diagnosed with a disorder, an eating disorder, whether that's anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, anything along those lines. But I would say that there is a much higher level of subclinical disordered eating that just tends to happen within like anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. So nationaleating says that a common myth is that women seem to suffer from mental disorders more than men on issues pertaining body image. Mm. So how would you say you feel about that? I think that's uh, pretty true. I think it. Um, I know a lot of male clients who are just as concerned about their image, and I think it gets translated into different. Um, um, presentations um so you know you might see guys exercising and over exercising a lot more than than females so it just is expressed in different ways and i know we've touched on eating disorders but could you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about some maybe like about bulimia or anorexia or any of the common ones like body dysmorphia or anything anorexia is you know one of the more common eating disorders and it tends to revolve around issues of you know feeling a person feeling very out of control feeling very driven um you know there's a lot of anxiety and compulsive behavior that goes along with it um but it it's displayed or manifested when a a person um restricts their eating to a significant degree you know um they may also engage in over exercise or other means to um, maintain a very, very significantly below average um, body weight. So uh, it's very dangerous um, and can be deadly. So that's it's a very serious kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, bulimia is, uh, you know, it, people who experience bulimia tend to be a little bit more kind of out of control with their emotions. And, you know, the the person is more likely to binge, uh, you know, and sometimes like in secret, like you might not see them just like at the buffet or like at the calf, you know, just like, look at all the food I'm eating. But um, it's more like a private type of binge where, you know, like I'm going to eat all the ice Mm -hmm. cream, I'm going to eat everything in my room Mm -hmm. and then perhaps feel so guilty, you know, or feel just gross from that binge and then throw up Mm -hmm. or or use laxative or over exercise some other means of um, removing mm-hmm. everything they've consumed mm-hmm. yeah oh. um, then there's also just binge eating disorder where um, somebody just is out of control with their eating you know so somebody like this probably is gonna just look more overweight but um, you know just feels out of control and it tends to instead of facing their emotions they Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there is a lot of promotion in the world and stuff like that about body positivity, but do you think there's something else that could be done, like on college campuses or like in society, to promote it? Like, 
I really like the body positivity campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that, I mean, because eating disorders tend to be a lot more, have a lot more to do with how we process our emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that needs to be a big shift, a big push. Mm -hmm. And it's just like how to handle your stress, how to handle your emotions, how to validate yourself, how to just sit with feeling bad. Sometimes if you need to, you know, like giving yourself a break, you know, um, along with body positivity, you know, just really talking about emotion positivity or emotional acceptance really mm-hmm. is more, like just being able to accept the wide range of our human emotion, you know, from anger and sadness and fear, you know, and like failure, not getting things right to joy and love and hope and all those good things as well you know like we were designed to experience the range and to be able to Mm -hmm. sit with these things um as they happen and kind of ride it out Mm -hmm. um and that's that's a big uh focus of just how i do counseling in general so there's like biological social and like psych psychological risk factors that contribute to mental disorders which of course you know (laughs) (laughs) which one do you think it's the most yeah yeah gosh i am a big believer in all of them (laughs) yeah so i just i don't think there's one or the other that is a a causative heavier than the other i really don't Mm -hmm. i really don't um you know i think that things can unlock some of us are more predisposed to mm-hmm. um, one expression of mental health or mental illness than another. You know, so you know, one person who's faced with all of the same environmental stimuli, you know, one person experiences depression, the other experiences anxiety, the other person might experience disordered eating. So, you know, I, I just really think it's all of the above. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. depends on the person and the environment and all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there are a lot of fads that are displayed in the media, like the skinny tea, the detox water, and things like that, like certain diets or anything like that. What is your, like, view on these? Like, you know, like, a lot of influencers will promote, like, their, like, diet tea or, like, things like that or certain diets that they think would work for other people. Do you think that that's beneficial or not, in your opinion, I guess? (laughs) I don't think that it's a very beneficial thing. Um, to just promote skinniness as, you know, and a fast track to being skinny. Um, Mm -hmm. I really wish that, you know, the focus was more on overall health. I really do appreciate the health at any size movement. It's easy to fall into the, oh my gosh, if I could only get down to this weight, then Mm -hmm. I'd feel so good about myself. Um, I mean, I just personally, that's something that I've, you know, fallen Mm -hmm. into over the years, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing thing to be like, you know what, that's a scapegoat and, you know, need to focus on what it really means to be healthy, both physically and emotionally. And just in terms of our overall self concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then our our last question for you this morning. Um, If you could give any advice to anyone dealing with body image and mental health issues who's maybe afraid to talk about it or or is dealing with it in private, what would you say to them? Mm. 
it's so easy to um, be isolated with body image issues because it can be such a shameful thing. But, um, you know, at least talking with a counselor, you know, especially here at, at Winthrop, um, any licensed professional counselor in a counseling capacity is confidential. Um, but, you know, here at Winthrop, you know, services are, are no additional charge. There, um, you know, we have same day services available. You know, just come and consult. You know, you don't have to commit to any kind of ongoing treatment, you know, unless we're worried about your immediate danger to your life. You know, it's not like we're gonna like, be like you're crazy, you're committed you know that just doesn't happen so come and talk to somebody um it's free it's confidential it's worth at least um getting somebody else on your team wonderful perfect thank you so much yes thank you so much thank you you're listening to the palmetto report